I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Conrad Wilton on the line. He's an associate attorney over at Fox Rothschild LLP. Uh, Conrad, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Fox Rothschild and uh, how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how'd you get started in business? Thanks, Adam. Again, a pleasure to be on the program and uh, an opportunity to uh, share my story a bit. It sounds probably a lot like a lot of others, I'd say. I I really found my, my passion for for journalism first, actually before going into the law in college. I was a broadcast and digital journalism major at USC here in Southern California and worked in radio, television, newspaper, web media, all of the above under the USC umbrella. Branched out a little bit, even continued my radio program when I went to law school at UC Davis and uh, really have a have a strong heart, mind, desire for, for journalism telling stories. And it was through that that I discovered the law, actually, which is probably a good segue into my work at Fox. Wow. So um, I, I love these uh, the transition. And the, 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 what I love about it the most is because everybody has their different, you know, path to how they find their, their you know, their passion and what they're going to do and, 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 and their specialties. So there's some, you know, there's some people listening right now that are maybe considering, um, you know, going into law. Um, so maybe they're one or two years out of college, or maybe they're in the middle, you know, still studying and, and thinking about what direction they're going. What kind of advice would you give them on, on if they wanted to pursuing a, a career in law? Well, there's a lot of there's there's several majors and, and focuses that you can pursue as an undergrad that can prepare you well for a career as a lawyer. I think anything in journalism, media, English, political science. I've even mm -hmm. heard philosophy works. Uh, and even sometimes if you're looking more towards the science side, engineering, biology, that kind of background, some sort of technical specialty, some skill that you can carry forward that has heavy analysis and critical thinking, I think is huge. And with that, you can get your law degree and really service the clients that mirror your interests. And in my case, that would be entertainment and media. Mm. And uh, yeah, let's transition a bit. No, I love that info, by the way. Um, let's transition a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Fox Rothschild and uh, entertainment and media. So um, what kind of clients does uh, Fox Rothschild typically work with and what are the specialties? Well, Fox as a whole is a full service firm. So mm -hmm. we coast to coast handle basically every version of civil litigation and transactional matter under the sun. Mm -hmm. Don't do criminal work. Try to avoid that sticky situations, but civil stuff. I mean, you know, the, the firm has everything from family law to to corporate finance and labor and employment, general litigation. Me specifically, though, and also here in the LA office, we have a strong entertainment and media practice on both the litigation side as well as the transactional component. 
representing both studios and talent, doing clearance work and production review for fair use copyright concerns and trademark enforcement and really all of the above. But uh, I, I tend to fall a little bit, little bit more towards the entertainment sector, but I've here as a, as a young associate here at Fox, I've, I've touched almost every kind of law that we do here in LA. Mm. Uh, what kind of trends uh, would you notice in just in the entertainment clientele, specifically around, you know, as the media changes and as the mediums at which, so for example, entertainment clients, music, how all of these things are changing by technology and disruption just in general with, um, with you know, over-the-top media and different ways deals are being done. Um, any kind of trends you care to talk about just with that change? Well, one thing that I've noticed is that everybody, in theory, can be a journalist or media influencer, blogger, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And so we've actually we've, we've represented clients who, uh, who have done work on YouTube and are otherwise not all that well-known, absent the platform. And what it has created is, since there's so much media going back and forth, mm -hmm. basically a, a tremendous proliferation in that regard, sort of an ocean, if you will, of all that stuff. There's a lot of of copying that goes on online and, and mm -hmm. copyright issues and trademark stuff. I mean, it's just, there's just so many more players in the game, particularly small players, that it's not mm -hmm. your traditional studio setting as it was before. Things have definitely changed, and, and it's created a lot of new, interesting, legal, and sometimes thorny issues for us to handle here. No, I can, I can see that, especially when you think of when you say platform-specific influencers, right? So you're like, okay, this guy's really big on YouTube, but is it like, you know, when you think about likeness, when you think about all these other things, um, it's just infinitely, to me, I mean, it's going to be, I, I'm just throwing out there, I think it's going to be great for business, especially in entertainment law, right? Because now, as you mentioned, you're not just dealing with a major studio, you're dealing with brands um, and all these other um, smaller players that may be still generating significant revenue. Um, right, in terms right. of making them profitable clients. They don't have to be an A-list celebrity. This is a person that's playing a video game potentially on YouTube is making more than a household name that we know right now <laughs> through partnership sure. deals and through uh, – so it just, it's amazing. I love it. Um, well, think of the podcast platform. I mean, this, mm -hmm. this program is one, one example. You don't need a major studio to reach thousands of listeners on a daily basis. I mean, that's – that's power. That's that's influence, and using it responsibly is vastly critical in today's day and age. So, what do you think this um, this next? And this is again not asking you to have the crystal ball or anything, but what do you think this next? Um, I mean, we think about just the transition. So from the formal setting to now, of course, um, you know, there's a lot more. We're once upon a time, you product placement and representing as a spokesman, different brands and smaller companies, things like that was kind of frowned upon. Now it's it's the norm and it actually even validates some of the influencers out there based off of them having these types of deals. Um, what do you think the next iteration of this um, of this whole media and this paid for media kind of looks like in your mind, having the you know, the, the, the view that you have. Right. I, I just think it, it gets more and more informal, right? Where you're, you're referencing mm. just to clarify more of the, the, the endorsement sponsorship side. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just gets more informal. I think you, mm. one, you have so many options 
and it, it it gives companies an opportunity to get creative as to how they want to first how they want to to transmit their message and their and their marketing who they want to do it through and i think with more players the competition is at a point where i think it benefits i think it benefits companies very much so i, I agree they 100% can, they can pick and choose they can pick and yeah. choose more so than they were able to do 20 years ago. For sure. And they also can get a more um, direct uh, segment of client base they want in terms of who specifically they want to reach based uh, at number one. But uh, number two, the other interesting part is that the influencers of the people in media need content. So I've read articles where they, you know, the company's paying, they do X amount for X amount of posts or whatever it is, whatever the platform is, and the influencers still promoting them. Why? Because they need content also. So it's just the appetite that the public has for um, content has grown just, in my opinion, tremendously because they're not necessarily watching one thing like, you know, that one channel like TV. So now that's a percentage. And then there's their attentions in other places, of course, and it's just more of a screen thing than, uh, um, you know, than the formal how we would normally think of it as TV or cable or this or that to the public, in my opinion, it's just a screen. Yes. Yes. So Conrad, if somebody is listening to this and they want um, more information on Fox Rothschild or to reach out and connect with you, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Our website is www.foxrothschild.com and that's a good launching point for anything that the firm does. And I'm, I'm of course, uh, listed on that website as well and got my contact information there. And uh, if I may, I'd, I'd like to share my, my email if people want to please, reach out directly. Course. Absolutely, please. My, excellent. My, my email is cwilton at foxrothschild.com. All right. Well, hey, Conrad, I appreciate you coming on today and uh, sharing uh, more of your background and insight and views from the uh, entertainment law side of things. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Conrad, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for the opportunity.